The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. What does it mean to count the cost? In Luke chapter 14, Jesus lays out the terms of discipleship. There were great crowds following him. Everyone loved the miracles, healing, and free food. Jesus was cool, the talk of the town, the latest fad. But he knew their hearts. He knew they desired the benefits of what he did, rather than an understanding of who he was. They loved his gifts, not the life he was calling them to. So he explained what it takes to be one of his followers. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, desiring to build a tower, does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, going out to encounter another king in war, will not sit down first and deliberate whether he is able with ten thousand to meet him who comes against him with twenty thousand? And if not, while the other is yet a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks for terms of peace. So therefore, any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. Luke 14, verses 26-33. Jesus said a lot in those simple illustrations. He quickly put an end to the idea that he offered some kind of welfare program. Although the gift of eternal life is free to anyone who asks, the asking requires a transfer of ownership. Counting the cost means recognizing and agreeing to some terms first. In following Christ, we cannot simply follow our own inclinations. We cannot follow Him in the world's way at the same time. Following Him may mean we lose relationships, dreams, material things, or even our lives. Those who are following Jesus simply for what they can get won't stick around when the going gets tough. When God's way conflicts with our way, we will feel betrayed by the shallow, me-first faith we have bought into. If we have not counted the cost of being His child, we will turn away at the threat of sacrifice and find something else to gratify our selfish desires. In Jesus' earthly ministry, there came a time when the free food stopped and public opinion turned ugly. The cheering crowds became jeering crowds. And Jesus knew ahead of time that would happen. Jesus ended His description of the cost of discipleship with a breathtaking statement, Any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. Luke 14, verse 33. Renouncing may mean we give up something physically, but more often it means we let go emotionally so that what we possess no longer possesses us. When we become one of His, we cannot continue to belong to this world. We must make a choice, for we cannot serve both God and mammon. Matthew 6, verse 24. The rich young ruler, when confronted with that choice, turned his back on Jesus. Luke 18, verses 18-25. Suppose you learned that you had been given an all-expense-paid condo on a beach in Tahiti, complete with airfare, a car, food, and a maid. You could brag about your new lifestyle, plan for it, and dream about it. But until you pack up and leave your current home, the new life is never really yours. You cannot live in Tahiti and your current hometown at the same time. Many people approach Christianity the same way. They love the idea of eternal life, escaping hell, and having Jesus at their beck and call. But they are not willing to leave the life they now live. Their desires, lifestyle, and sinful habits are too precious to them. Their lives may exhibit a token change, starting to attend church or giving up a major sin, 
but they want to retain ownership of everything else. Jesus is speaking in Luke 14 to those with that mindset. We cannot earn salvation by lifestyle change or any other good deed. But when we choose to follow Christ, we are releasing control of our lives. When Jesus is in control, pure living results. In Jesus' parable of the sower, it was only the soil that allowed the seed to put down roots and bear fruit that was called good. If we are going to be disciples of Christ, we must first count the cost of following Him. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.